All right. I know this is not a 49ers podcast. Um, but I have to just start this out by saying the San Francisco 49ers are 8 and 0. Oh, uh, by the time you listen to this, you will have already watched or seen that this, the 49ers beat the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday night football. Uh, the Cardinals made it a good game. Um, a big late touchdown to, uh, bring them, um, uh, bring them closer. They got the two point conversion, made it a three point game and just needed one more stop and they couldn't do it. And I was very disappointed um, because to say that I am a big time 49er hater would be an understatement. And at this point, I just want to see him lose a game. You know, uh, they're 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 they just keep winning football games. They just keep winning. Okay, let me take a step back. What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this edition of Short Yardage. And um, the 49ers are 8-0. 8-0. Oh. Oh. But this is not a 49er podcast. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks um, played a decent game, uh, you know, coming up on a week ago now. I'm a little bit late getting this one out, so we're gonna merge this um, this one with you know this coming game. Uh, but the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Seattle goes to Atlanta, um, looks really good for one half of football, and then looks nearly inept for us for the other half of football, um, but come out on top um, nonetheless. Uh, the running game seemed to work to perfection. Uh, Russell Wilson was spot on and on time and precise with his accuracy as typical. Um, and, uh, it was a great, it was looking like it was going to be one of those games that it looked like it was going to be the game that we've been waiting to see all season long. And from one half, it really was, it was, it was domination by a better team for one half of football. And although I expect there to be garbage time points, in a game where you dominate for an entire, you know, first part of the game, two quarters, maybe even three quarters, you expect garbage time points. But that was not garbage time points. The Atlanta Falcons went into the half and came out with a game plan that worked. I mean, if they had if they had done that in the first half, we might be having a different conversation right now. Um, the the delayed the delayed dump off to running backs and tight ends um, killed us. And uh, I really hope that we find a way to keep our eye on that moving forward because we let, we let, we let, um, we allowed a lot of yards on passes that were very short and it looked like, you know, Atlanta just figured out, Hey, let's just let their defensive line and line. Anybody who wants to rush the quarterback, just let them right through the line. And as soon, right before they get to the quarterback, just, just, just top toss the ball over the top of them and the running back, uh, or uh, the tight end will catch it and gain 15, 20, 25, 30 yards. Um, which is what a bulk of Atlanta's yards came from. Their best plays were just that. We're on those kind of plays. Um, the pass defense looked, uh, well, it seemed, it seemed to be okay in the first half. Um, the, the, the mid-range pass is suspect. 
Um, it, it would appear that we are playing the playing the long game or playing the deep game, making sure nothing goes over the top, which is good. Uh, we're keeping a cap on the offense, not letting anything get behind us. Uh, that's a great thing. The problem with that is everything underneath is is coming just far too easy. The underneath stuff is coming far too easy. Um, and you know, I, I guess you can't do both. I mean, you get that, that's the scheme, right? You have, you have to scheme a way to try and do both. But, um, I mean, Julio Jones worked Akeem King and then that, you, know, you can't really even blame Akeem King because Akeem, I don't know if I can say that guy's name that many times in a row without screwing it up. Akeem King, Akeem King, uh, Akeem King was, had, I mean, he had his hands full. I mean, who I don't know anyone out there. I don't know how many corners out there, you know, legit, you know, seasoned veteran corners that can actually hang with uh, Julio Jones, let alone a young kid named Akeem King, who, if you're not a Seattle Seahawks fan, probably don't even know who he is. Um, and even some Seahawks fans may not even know who he is. So um, uh, I'm not surprised that, you know, uh, Jones went, went, went 10, 10 for, he went 10 for 153 or something like that. Um, I mean, just a, you know, it's a, it's a banner day, um, in a losing effort, unfortunately. Um, uh, the, the other thing that bothers me is yet again, uh, we allow a subpar quarterback. How many subpar quarterbacks have we allowed to go out there and look like world beaters against us? That part is um, is rubbing me the wrong way, and it's going to continue to until we uh, get a hold on it. Um, and again, these yards are coming off of most of it off short plays. You know, this isn't um, the, these aren't these aren't you know deep bombs. You know, we're not giving up big yards down the field. Uh, we're doing fairly well on third down. It's just it's just these 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 dump offs, you know, they're 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 playing our aggressive nature against us, allowing us to allowing us to over pursue and then just tossing the ball back there where nobody is anymore and, and getting good yards on it. We're, we're bend but don't break right now. We're we're we're, we're very much bend but don't break. We uh, except for we're kind of breaking a lot, too. <laughs> But we're, but we're we're bending and not breaking just enough to let this offense that is quite a bit better than it has been, um, you know, in recent years. We're we're putting up points now, which is good to see. I wish that you know it came with you know the defense still keeping off points off the board, um, but you know you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? Uh, but as I said uh, before, I digressed. Matt Schaub, thirty nine for fifty two for four hundred and sixty yards. 460 yards. I mean, that's a lot of yards. Right? 460? That's, I mean, it's nearly, nearly, he nearly tripled Russell Wilson's production. Okay, maybe not tripled, but, but he certainly doubled it. I mean, and it's Matt Schaub. That wasn't even, that wasn't even, you know, Matty Ice. Right? That wasn't Matt Ryan out there doing that. That was Matt Schaub. Um, you know, I would like to see, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater played well against us. Um, Andy Dalton played well against us. Um, you know, the, the kid from, uh, Pittsburgh played well against us. You know, we've got to figure out when we, when we go up against somebody who's supposed to be young and, un, and inexperienced, we've got to take advantage of that and, uh, you know, use it to our advantage. 
we, we've got to be able to take these advantages when we get them. Um, so I'm definitely tired of seeing that. I would very much like to see that change. Um, and now you look at this week coming up. Uh, we have the, uh, I almost said Jacksonville, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and to be completely honest with you, I'm a little bit scared um, about this game. Um, and the reason being is because uh, we have a tendency, we all know this, to play down to our opponent's level or in games like uh, like Sunday where we start off good and then trail off late or a few weeks ago against the Browns where we start off bad and then have to, you know, win it in the end. Um, it's We're just all over the place. It's very fortunate that our all over the place nature has left us, um, you know, at a, I mean, with a with a six and two record. Um, but is it sustainable is the is the big question is is this type of play sustainable can we take this into um the postseason right because we got a couple of big games coming up after this game and you don't want to look by a team so we're not looking past tampa but let's just say we beat tampa right we have a big game the following monday against the san francisco for the undefeated san francisco and 49ers and that's going to be a big game i mean there hasn't been a bigger 49er game 49er seahawk game in years right the last the last the last time a, a seattle uh san francisco game was this big was in the nfc championship game when Warren Moon yelled out that 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 weird yelp that he did when was intercepted by uh, <laughs> by um, KJ Wright, what was the noise he made? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there hasn't been a bigger game against these 49ers since then. I'm not that I can remember. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a big deal. We gotta, so we gotta beat. And if we lose to Tampa Bay, if we find a way to lose to Tampa, then forget about it, right? Like I'll say this right now: if we lose to Tampa, we're we're two games back of of San Francisco. If we lose to Tampa, we're now three games back of San Fran, and you're not gonna catch them with eight games left to play, right? You're just not. You're not. You're not gonna catch them. When you're three games back with eight to play, I, I just don't think so. Not not if they're as true as they seem to be. Now the 49ers have a tough schedule coming up. They have three games um, after us. They play us, and then they have I can't remember who, and then I think they have the Saints and um, a couple other. There, there, there's a three game stretch. I can't remember who they play, but they have a three game stretch starting in two weeks. Um, that's really going to test them. The first the first though is us. Then they have a, a, a team uh, that they think they should probably beat. Um, and then they have a three-game stretch of, 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 you know, a test. So uh, we'll see. But three games back, as good as they look now, it's going to be tough to catch the 49ers. Um, not to mention, you know, um, uh, you know we, we, have to, we have to beat them twice to get that tiebreaker. Should we even um, catch them? So, um, yeah, that's a big deal. Um, coming up against these Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
what do we expect, right? The we we you you want to you want to see a blowout here, um, because one team is certainly much better than the other. Uh, but this is one of those this is one of those potential trap games, right? I think it's a potential trap game. Um, you know, Tampa's coming into Seattle, but apparently. Uh, we play better on the road than we do at home, but you still want to say, okay, you don't bet against the Seahawks at home. You don't bet against the Seahawks at home against anybody. You certainly don't bet against them at home against a team that they're supposedly obviously better than. Um, you know, however, uh, playing at home has not afforded us the same, um, you know, fortunes that it has in 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 recent years. Um, that, that, you know, that advantage is kind of leveled out a little bit. We got a, another quarterback who we should be able to, um, we should be able to, uh, exploit because he's really just not that good. Jameis Winston is the best, is the best product that they are able to produce in, in, uh, Tampa Bay, but he's no, he's no great quarterback. You know, uh, so we should be able to exploit that. But we've been allowing quarterbacks who ain't that great to go out and, and just throw the ball over us. Um, so I, 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 I really, really hope we can keep that from happening. I'm looking forward to seeing that not happen this week. Um, and I look at the fact that, you know, maybe the Rams weren't playing at their best, but at their potential um, during this week. But the week that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went out there and put up 53 points on the Rams. I mean, whether or not the Rams were, the Rams were at their best or not, fifty three points is a, is a lot to score against any defense. If you have opposition, fifty three points is a lot of points to score. Whether it's whether it's a good team, bad team, ugly team, whatever, fifty three points is a lot of points to score. Um, so this team has the ability to 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 run up the scoreboard. Uh, we've got to be ready for that. Um, I'm hoping to see a scheme against Jameis Winston and, and force some turnovers. We have got to be, and we have been this year, uh, uh, for the most part, we've been fairly op- uh, opportunistic. Um, I want to see a lot more of that. Uh, we've got to turn the ball over. We've got to force fumbles. We've got to get some interceptions, and then we have to score with them. And I'm saying, even if it's just a field goal, when you turn the ball over, Okay, when you take away the football, you have to put points on the board. It's, I mean, it's just imperative. Okay, you cannot let turnovers go to waste. Okay, you take the football away, it is absolutely imperative to put points on the board. Yeah, okay, it takes away uh, an offensive possession from the other team, which is great. It takes some time off the clock, which is great, assuming you're paying, playing with the lead. But I'm telling you, if you, if you get the turnover, get in the end zone. I want to see uh, the play calling um, be, in some cases, a little more imaginative, and in other cases, a little more vanilla. You know, when it's when it's third and short, give the ball to Chris Carson, and let the guy get yards. If you don't get it, I'm not gonna be as mad. Then if you try something silly and it doesn't work on third and short, you throw a little flare pass to Tyler Lockett behind the line of scrimmage. I'm not gonna appreciate that. Put the ball in the hands of our of our best players, right? And let them do orthodox. Uh, let's run an orthodox uh, uh, play when 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 it counts. No gadgetry. Okay, save the gadgetry for for you know second and eight, 
No gadgetry on third and short and, and when, when the game is on the line or nearly on the line. None of that. Um, the offensive line is a little banged up. I think Joey Hunt is stepping in at center. Um, and so I'm anxious to see what we're able to do there. Um, I'm hoping Russell Wilson is going to have uh, time in the pocket, which he never does anyway. But um, he's done well this year. The offensive line, for the most part, has done pretty well. Um, and Russell has done well to keep himself, you know, upright. Uh, we're not taking a whole lot of sacks, which is great. And Russell still has only thrown one interception, albeit a quite an interception. Um, and I would, I would imagine that he can continue that. The one consistent thing that we have right now is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has not failed yet. Okay. Russell Wilson has not delivered a poor game yet. He just, I mean, he hasn't, he has, he hasn't, every game hasn't been mind blowing, but Russell Wilson has not delivered a bad game yet. Um, even with the pick six. Okay. Even with the pick six against uh, the, the Ravens, it wasn't, he had, that was one mistake. You know, you're going to throw interceptions from time to time, but it wasn't a bad game. So our, our one pillar of consistency is RW three. And I expect that to continue. Uh, assuming that, you know, something monumental doesn't change on the offensive line. Uh, assuming that Chris Carson's able to run, they have to, the, the teams have to respect the run. Um, we're up there as a rushing offense. I'm not sure what spot we sit at, but I know it's near the top. And Chris Carson is in the top five in rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. I'm going to have a lot to say. Um, about this one um, after this is over uh, because this game is actually going to mean more than what you might uh, what you might uh, you might initially expect because this game is almost like it, it could almost be a forgotten game which you know what kind of makes it a trap game and if we lose this game we're in trouble even at six and three which is still which is not bad but we lose this game we're in trouble because chances are I mean the, the Rams are playing better if the Rams win now we're tied with the Rams um, we'll be ahead of them only by tiebreaker. Okay. Um, but we'll be three games back of the Niners and the way it's looking, we're going to need to win the division. It's going to be, it's looking like it might be kind of tough to get a wild card, uh, from this division. So, um, it, it, earlier it looked like this division is the best division in football. Just forget about it. We're going to send three teams. That's what I thought I, earlier. I was like, Whoa, we're going to send three teams to the playoffs this year, but now it's not really looking like that anymore. So, uh, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs without a, without a, uh, without a division crown. Um, and, uh, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. The 49ers are eight and oh, I just can't get that out of my brain. I think I had a dream about it the other night. The 49ers are undefeated the, the, the last time. And you know what? Listen, the 49er fans, ah, uh, they're back, right? They're back. Not that they ever truly went away. I I won't. I'm not a. I'm not gonna sit here and say and act like the the 49er fans, the 49er faithful, aren't just that. They they are, but they have been certainly have been quiet. Um, and they have not been a good team for many years. And now all of a sudden this year here they are eight and zero, and they're walking around with their with their chest their chesteths puffest out. Um, and uh, you know I'm like, wait a minute, 49er fans. Okay, wait a minute. You are 
Johnny come lately, relatively speaking. Okay, you 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 are you have surprised the league, and you have surprised yourselves. Don't walk around here acting like you knew this was going to be the case. Okay, you didn't. You you I don't care if you are the 49er fan. Um, you did not know you would be eight and zero. Okay, you did not know you were going to be eight and zero come Halloween. Okay, you did not know that. So be happy that you are, but don't try to act all, you know, big and bad like you knew this was going to be the case. You didn't. All right, that's enough hating on the 49ers. All right, um, listen, don't forget to check out the team at Seattle Sports Union. That's www.seattlesportsunion.com on the web at Seattle Sports Union on Twitter and Facebook. Um, everything Seattle sports from the Seahawks to the Mist to the Mariners and, um, everything else in between out there. Um, Abraham DeWeese and the rest of the team with our, uh, unlicensed professional opinions and windbaggery, uh, tune in and check us out. Uh, shortyardage.podbean.com is the website for my podcast. Add the RSS feed to your favorite, uh, podcast app, like Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, subscribe, stay tuned, and uh, let's take care of these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go Hawks!